We have got a fantastic episode of State Your Line for you today. We are going to recap my visit to training camp. The an, Royals, aw- an award-winning episode. An award-winning episode, yes. The Royals had a fun weekend, so we get to talk about the Royals this week. Fun stuff. Uh, lots of openings around the city to get into, a few closings that we're sad about that we got to talk through. Uh, we go into what we tried this week around the city. Uh, we've got a personal pine tar and uh, then a mixed plate of ways to get on to the Jumbotron. That's right. So uh, lots to talk about this episode. Kansas City is home to a rich brewing history dating back to the 1880s with Ferdheim and George Muehlbach, and the marks they made can still be seen today throughout the city. Nailed it on the name, by the way. Good job. Thank you. Prohibition took its toll on the breweries in KC, but in 1989, nearly 100 years later, Boulevard Brewing Company founder John McDonald rekindled that brewing tradition when he brewed and sold his first batch of pale ale at Ponax. Ponax, people forget. More than 30 years later, that spirit of Kansas City can-do attitude is in everything Boulevard does. From creating Tank 7 and an award-winning American Saison to brewing Space Camper Cosmic IPA and exhilarating exploration into the universe of hops to deliver one of the nation's largest barrel-aging programs, and even more recently with the introduction of Quirk Hard Seltzers, Real Fruit, real fun Q-bones. Q-bombs. At the heart of Boulevard Brewing Company lies the intersection of traditional brewing and modern technology. Visit the brewery and take a tour to sip and see 32 years of brewing excellence and maybe catch a glimpse of the future to where that Kansas City spirit of innovation will lead. Boulevard Brewing Company, Kansas City, Missouri. Welcome in to State Your Line, a podcast for Kansas Cityans by Kansas Cityans, presented by Boulevard Brewing Company. We are the Ritz Brothers. Today is August 9th, and I'm back from St. Joe, Missouri. Had a great visit to training camp. Lots of takes, lots of opinions <laughs> to share with this podcast, which I'm very excited. I can't very wait. excited. Lots of overreactions. First um, of all, overall, the experience in St. Joe. So I don't think I've gone up. I don't think I've ever been to St. Joe for a training camp, which bad fan, bad on mm-hmm. me. I should I should do that. I should I should write that wrong. How does how how is the training camp from um, experience in St. Joe? Training camp experience, I would say I mean you had VIP, so I had VIP you didn't have the common man experience. Exactly. But I mean, gates open like an hour before and there's a line to get in. I mean, it's not a huge mm-hmm. line, but you're probably gonna have to wait a little bit to okay. get in. So people are there right at 8 a.m., an hour and a half before practice really starts, um, ready to go, uh, decked out in Chiefs gear. Obviously. You know, uh, there's a Hoping a group, to get it all signed. Yeah, there's a group that, that you know, huddles by the walk-in, the entrance, trying mm-hmm. to get some autographs on the way in. Wouldn't recommend that. Players aren't going to stop really on their way in. Mostly on the way out. Won't stop people from asking. Um, and, then, and then there's the group that then gets there early just to get the spot by the offense mm-hmm. or by the defense if they want to watch the defense or maybe the, the linemen. Special so teams? So you kind of, well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, all Butker does is kick field goals the whole practice, yeah. so it actually is kind of fun to watch. Tommy uh, T. Tommy T's hair is looking great. Good. Tommy T's hair is looking great. Um, and uh, But, yeah, so you figure out where the sleds are, and that'll just show you, like, who's going to be where. So, um it's it's a pretty good experience. They have like a fan zone. They have a kids zone to get your face painted, to like score touchdowns and throw passes and that kind of stuff. They got. Did like, you participate in the throw passes? No, I did not. Mm. I was I was locked into to camp. Okay, you know, grinding some film. Um, but uh, and then yeah, it's very easy to to actually watch practice too. Uh, music's going during it, uh, so it's a really pretty nice experience. Uh, I mean, it was just hot. Yeah, how does all Any get shade? up? But um, in the VIP tent, oh, okay. that I was in. nice. So um, the commoners out there are just cooking in the sun, I assume. Yeah, not much relief from shade except for bring they, an umbrella. They have yeah, but then you're prohibiting the view oh, of people yeah. behind you. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have like mist zones to yeah. keep you cool. Okay. Uh, Kona ice is there uh, to keep you cool as well. But have you ever walked near one of those Kona ice machines? Or Kona Ice trailers. Yeah, I there's have. like popular, regular popular songs being played, but on like 
and like island music themes or like on bongos and, and stuff. It's wild um, stuff. I haven't noticed. That. I always think about like who wrote that and actually recorded like 24 karat magic on bongos on a steel drum. Yeah. And, and like, do 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 like really really cheap sounding um a pop pop music mm. is what is playing from the speakers of that yeah it's uh, weird must be so they don't have to pay royalties or something well they have to pay someone someone had to pay the royalties to cover it yeah and they have to pay that someone hmm. um but yeah awesome experience i had a uh friends and family pass i you know she was like olive garden when i was there i was family yeah um which was, was awesome so uh got to ride in a golf cart skip the line, get right in, uh, which was awesome. And because then because of the podcast, right? Because of the podcast. Yeah, yeah no, because I have a friend there uh, who works for the Chiefs. So thanks for hooking that up. But um, yeah, it, it was awesome. Got to uh, talk to Mitch Holtis uh, before practice started. That guy just loves football more mm -hmm. than anybody. Well, and is just, more than me. Yeah. Like just was like so eager to talk about football and to like teach just like anybody about football. Like I just saw him and we head nodded and then I said hi and then he came over and started talking to me and was I was just asked him, asked him like, where's the offense going to be and where's the defense going to be? He's like, oh, here, come here. And like makes a beeline towards where you could see the field so he could point out where all the sleds are, mm -hmm. where all the drills are set up so he could tell me about what's going on. Uh, so that was really exciting. So um, did you guys talk Wildcats at all? We did not. Mm. No, we did not. I didn't want to... I don't want to hang around, hang on him for too long. Okay. Uh, but really nice guy. Um, all right. So should we get into some some takes? Yeah. What'd you, what do we? What do you think? How did um, the squad look? Okay. So I heard squad, they got a good player at quarterback. Is that true? That's Can you true. Confirm? They okay. do have a good player at quarterback. But I'll start with the defense. Okay. Um, Mitch told me this too. Uh -oh. and I agreed. Uh oh. Uh, we're gonna have the best defense in the AFC West. L okay. Just I'm firing from the hip. That right there. Um, they stopped the offense. Ones versus ones in a two-minute drill. We didn't kick a field goal. We did not get into field goal range. Oh man! Because the defense was that good. So good. And so giving yeah. up no points this season. two-minute drill. We could not get into field goal range. That's good to hear because on the internet, all I see is completions from Patrick Mahomes mm -hmm. to whoever he wants to complete the ball to, uh, and people just running wild and open down the down the middle of the field for bombs from Mahomes. Mm -hmm. That's all I see on the internet. So it's good. To, it's good to hear that. That's not the case, and, and the defense is stout. Looks good. Looks very good. Uh, let's see. I'll stay on the defense. Um, Frank Clark's really nice, and I'm ready oh, to root for him uh -oh. this year. Did I'm you tell ready. him that we multiple times have offered to fight him and wanted to fight uh, him? Those words have come out of him. your mouth. Never mind. Okay. Um, you I've, probably <laughs> have said it at some point up in Raytona Beach that um, you would fight Frank Clark because he has no intensity. But I sounds I've like decided, he's, is he too nice. I've decided he's very nice, and I'm rooting for him mm. this year. You know who uh, wasn't nice? John Randall. He was mean, <laughs> mean Joe Green. So I don't want my defensive lineman to be so nice. So I'm gonna I'm gonna root for Frank Clark this okay. year. Wow. I, I think he's gonna have a good year. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna talk based myself. On, he's a nice guy. Based on that, he's a nice guy, and I okay. really think I'm gonna like him. Okay. Now. So sell out. 180 on Frank Clark. Total I've done sell a 180. Out. Um, um, did you did you ask him? Do you think he's not going to shoot you with his Uzi now that he's a nice guy? He's a nice guy. Okay. He's a nice guy. He handed out Gatorades to the kids. Did he hand out automatic weapons? No. Just okay. Gatorades. Okay. Just All Gatorades. Right. Just want to clear that up. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, MVS dropped a pass that was really catchable, so he's going to have the drops this year. Uh-oh. That's who I'm worried about. Okay. He's going to have the drops this year. That's my prediction based on one drop that I saw. I love it. Um, Sky Moore is the truth. Yeah, thigh more. Thigh more is the truth. Mm -hmm. His his release is insane. Oh, no wow. one, no one could stop him getting off off the line. Wow, it's insane. So it's like him and Justin Jefferson are like one and two yep. in mm -hmm. the in the entire NFL right now yes. as far as release off yes. the line. Okay. Um, like once that. sports betting is legal, rookie of the year, I'm putting some money on. I'm it taking him for Sky first round of the draft. That's what Fantasy I'm doing. That's draft. what I'm doing. Um, here's a bad one. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is very slow. I think. Side to side does not look very fast. Mm. Um, my wife Jessie, we were watching the running backs do drills, and she loves Clyde. It's like her favorite player, one of them. Other than and, and she was up. like, "Why is that guy so much slower than all the other guys?" And it was it was Clyde. Not good. That's not good. <laughs> it's not a good it's, look. Uh, just noticeable. Okay. Um, so that was not good. Um, let's see. And then. Um, 
Travis Kelsey is just the man. Yes. And him and Patrick Mahomes are still the best one-two punch in the NFL. Oh, wow. Love it. Uh, so when Travis wants to get open, it, he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they design a play for him, it's awesome. Well, Kevin, I don't know if you knew this, but you know he, he's too fast for linebackers to guard mm-hmm. and too big for D-backs to guard. He's That's got true. this unique skill mm-hmm. set that makes him pretty good. I don't know if you knew that mm-hmm. about him as a tight end. I did. He played basketball in high school, oh, too. Wow. Yes, he did. Uh, so he can box guys out. Uh, but he was awesome, and that that combination is still just undefeated. And he had the mustache. Yeah, he was looking good uh, to the point where I saw Tommy Townsend's mom was there. Uh, we we're sitting next to her, uh-huh. and like Tommy came up after practice and was like, "Hey, mom!" And she was like, middle of saying hi to him, and then like made like oh like immediately stopped, stall Travis Kelsey and ran over to get a picture with him. Love it. Like that's how cool Travis Kelsey is. He's very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he stayed inside autographs for like probably an hour after practice. Wow. Which props to him for doing that. Love it. Because I can't imagine doing that. So nope. th- those are my takes. That's what I got. Those Love are my, it. Those are, that's what stood out to me. I think training camp's over. So uh, we have a football game this week. Can't wait. I don't well, know there's who. Training camp's still happening. Oh, okay. They're still up at St. Joe. But when's the game? Um, Thursday or Friday? Saturday. Saturday. So I think they have maybe till Wednesday up in St. Joe, okay. and then they they probably pack up and. All right. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it was awesome. And then, uh, ready to talk about the Royals? Their sure. Fun weekend. Yeah. Didn't you get out there to a game? No. I thought you did on Thursday. Oh, I went Thursday. Yeah, That's I went the to the, I went to the Hosmer uh, reunion. The Hosmer's reunion. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I saw a lot of people were confused because. Royal social media was like, welcome back, Hosmer. And people thought we traded for him. And people thought he was on our team. And, you know, I was talking to people. I was like, man, I can't believe we get to go back. Because the Hosmer trade was weird because it was overshadowed by the Juan Soto trade. Mm -hmm. And so all the news when Juan Soto was traded was that Hosmer had a no trade clause and Washington was in that no trade clause. So essentially he got traded to Washington and then immediately traded to the Red Sox. And so that all kind of got lost in the shuffle. And um, so when I was headed to the game, I was like, yeah, I mean, Hosmer's, we we get to see the Hosmer reunion back. And everyone was like, what? We traded for Hosmer? (laughs) So I think there was some miscommunication going Mm -hmm. on and it was kind of, um, uh, flew under the radar, but it was really, really cool because they had an, a two-minute uh, Hosmer tribute video. Uh, they didn't include any shots of him like walking into McPherson's or anything like that. McFadden's. McFadden's. McPherson's. McPherson's. <laughs> they didn't include any shots, which I think is one of his greatest legacies in Kansas City, mm-hmm. is just buying out the bar at McFadden's after some of the playoff uh, series wins. Um, so they they needed to – they should have just put like a, a receipt – from like a bar tab from McFadden's on the on the jumbotron, you should have thought of that, Haley, um, while you were putting that that package together. But um, but yeah, I mean the the tribute for Hosmer was very very well done. It, it was it was awesome. So many good memories there. And then he got the standing ovation for his first at bat, and the hug with Salvi. Good stuff. Um, I love remembering those winning teams. And um, yeah, I mean, fun weekend for the Royals. Uh, Nick Prado hit a walk off dong, um, and then we had we dominated the Red Sox the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, we won on Thursday, so took three out of four from the Red Sox, who um, yeah are awful right now. I think they're like thirteen and twenty six in their last. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not good. Alex Cora is probably going to get fired. So real shame there. But uh, but yeah, I mean, fun weekend for the Royals. The kids are all right. And They're playing. it's so fun watching um, our rookies and young guys play. Um, this is like what it felt like in you know 2012 and 2013 when we had all these young guys and we were having fun and the team was fun. The first half of this season, the team was zero fun. Mm-hmm. It was not fun at all. No one was having fun. It's fun now because of these young guys. I'm not saying I'm not giving any credit to Dane Moore or Mike Matheny at this point. I'm giving all credit to yep. the young guys who are actually out there playing and having fun. Um, so they will get all the credit. Uh, and so good on them. That's fair. Uh, 309 hits by rookies this year, first in the major leagues. We had like the youngest. I think we, we this weekend, like trotted out the youngest lineup yeah. in major leagues. I mean, uh, and uh, our rookies have the most home runs. Yeah. 
So it's it's not a I mean, it's those counting vo- stat. Yeah, those so, volume stats are not great when it comes to rookies yeah. in baseball because it means but we're not good. Make a graphic. Yeah, it made, it made a good uh, it made a good graphic. It made a good Instagram post that our rookies lead the league in home runs and mm-hmm. hits. It just means we have a lot of rookies. Um, you know, I bet the teams of past that have led the, the league in home runs by rookies and hits. You know, I bet they're also dead last. Yep. Um, but you know. Fun graphic. It's fun, a good graphic. fun post. It's a good graphic. And it's and good it's good. It's good to see that they're hitting. So, uh, yeah, fun weekend for the y'alls. Okay. All right. Let's get into some openings around the city. Uh, first up, we have got uh, at the World War One Museum, the Liberty Memorial, uh, we've got a VR experience mm-hmm. of, like, basically putting you in the trenches. Exact same of thing. World War One. Basically the exact same yes. thing as being in a trench during World War One. So... You sent this to an Instagram post to me, which made me want to put this on. Turns out it opened like last May, like okay. May of 2021. <laughs> maybe we covered it. Yeah, maybe. Um, but it, I don't know. Why'd you? What, what made you send that Instagram post? You just saw it? I just saw it. It yeah, looks sweet. It lo- does look sweet. So it's immersive, an immersive World War I experience called War Remains. Essentially, it's a 25 by 25 foot room, and you put on a VR set and uh, a headset over your ears, and so you're completely immersed, and the idea is you're in a trench, walking through a trench during World War I. Dan Carlin, my guy of mm-hmm. hardcore history, is the narrator. So, um, you know, Dan Carlin. He's got a best. great voice. Yeah. Got a great I, can, voice. I think about my generation. <laughs> That's exactly. That's Nailed good. it. Yeah. Um, and, so, and there's physical objects, so it's set up to where your VR that you're wearing matches, and you kind of walk along, and you can physically touch. So it's like a 4D experience. And, yeah, I mean, I think it's relatively... Um, I don't know. It gets a little into it because there are there are instances where you walk and there's like rats everywhere and it gets really claustrophobic on you. And Dan Carlin said that a lot of times that's where people bail and they'll like pull off the headset and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But um, but yeah, this is where Dan Carlin excels because his podcast on World War One and his podcasts in general are really focused on first uh, person accounts. And I mean, the World War One podcast. I mean, they talk about like trenches and. The trenches, the walls and the floor are like springy, like mattresses Mm -hmm. because of bodies buried underneath them. And like you walk into rooms in the trench, you just couldn't, you couldn't get out of the trench. And so you just had to poop and die. And then you just had to leave bodies in the trenches. And Dan Carlin talks about all that. So I'm sure if he had any say in this, it's pretty intense. Uh, So I got to, I got to get down there and do it. Sounds like a, a fun afternoon. <laughs> yeah, the way you described it. Yeah, it sounds great. I mean, Kevin, war remains. True. War remains. Um, all right. It happened. But not that it long does ago. sound like a, a really cool experience. And it's the National World War One Museum. So it's the only one in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, in other news, uh, Cheeseburgers. Yes. Uh, Cosmo Burger opened up a second location in Lenexa in their city center. Uh, they're still being called a ghost kitchen? No. Too? Cosmo Burger in the article calls him a ghost kitchen. Mm, I think that's an old. I think that's referring to the Dodsons one. I know, but like, if you just remain a ghost kitchen forever, do you just do you have to pay taxes anywhere if you're a ghost kitchen? Mm. Like, are you technically in a state? If yeah, you're, a you're ghost? an LLC. Okay, it's Cosmo Burger. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just thought that could have been a nice loophole there. Be like, what uh, city is your business in? We're a ghost kitchen. Yeah. Can't find the us. the afterlife. Mm-hmm. Um, Could so be a good loophole. Cosmo Burger it operates currently as a ghost kitchen in Waldo's Dodson Bar. What Dodson's? Dodson's. Dodson. Dodson. Um, and um, so they're opening up in Lenexa City Center, which is sweet. I've admitted, I'm you know I'm not a huge suburb guy. I'm not a huge Lenexa guy, but the Lenexa City Center is pretty sweet out there, and it, it looks good for being you know way out in Lenexa. Um, and this is its own kitchen. I mean, it's in a food hall type of uh, type of an environment, like a parlor or a string hall. That's what the Lenexa City Center has. So it's the fifth restaurant in this kind of big food hall area. But it isn't a ghost kitchen any longer. It's like its own tenant out there. And so mm-hmm. they have lunch and dinner six days a week, whereas Cosmo Burger and Dodson's is, I don't think they have any lunch at all. And the hours are kind of spotty. You just kind of have to check their their Instagram for when 
Cosmo Burger is open in Waldo, but this one, lunch and dinner, six days a week, uh, more of a restaurant. They also have a bar out there with craft cocktails. So, uh, I, I mean, Cosmo Burger won our bracket for best burger in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I I agreed with that, you know, for the most part. I think it's, I still think it's town topic, but Cosmo Burger is very, very good. Mm-hmm. And get and the double. Don't be a wimp like Danny. Yeah, get, get the, the double. double. The double's fine. Get the Just double. get the double. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Cosmo Burger now open. I think they opened on like Friday or something like that. All right. Uh, also opening up. Now open. Now open. We should have a segment like opening in the future and this is now open. Because now open. Now open Acre in Parkville. Um, all right. So Acre in Parkville. Is this uh, the Blue, Sh- Blue Stem? One dude from Blue One Stem. One dude from Blue Stem has opened this Andrew, up Andrew, remember we were trying to figure out how to pronounce his name? Longress? Or Longress. Longress or Longress. Still don't know. Jury's still out on that one. Uh, so, but it, I mean, it's a, a 80 seat restaurant that's coming to Parkville. Yeah, it's open. It's open. They had an influencer night. Once again, we were not invited. Um, so a lot of influencers were out. Influencers were out there over the weekend. We were invited. Not a big deal. We're invited to one next week. Which one? Um, Sinkers Lounge, Mini Golf. That's been open for a long time. I know, but they're having an influencer night. Oh, nice. We're on the, we're on the list. Sick. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, Acre is in Parkville. It's in Parkville Commons or something like that? Yep. Parkville Commons. Uh, it's like a kind of a strip mall, basically, uh, up in Parkville. Um, not downtown Parkville, but kind of a strip mall. Um, but this place is supposed to be good. Yeah, it's one of the chefs from Blue Stem. He learned under uh, Blue Stem and the American, so very, very... Uh, established uh high reputation they probably call each other chef in the kitchen oh without a doubt yeah. are you kidding me mm-hmm. did you start the bear by the way uh-huh. yeah where are you at episode four episodes in okay yeah it's sweet yeah. yeah so they definitely call each other chef in the kitchen mm-hmm. without a doubt and uh yeah it looks really good i mean it's a, it's american farm to table you know he's um he named it acre after his uh grandparents farm that he grew up on in liberty so this sounds legit i think it's supposed to be like really really good high quality food um, so I'm eager to try it. I think I'll put it on my list of places that I want to try. Yeah, it looks like they have an awesome bar there too. So mm-hmm. this um, is, they cook over the open flame. Uh, they have that special hearth. Remember we were describing that? Like mm-hmm. it's an open flame grill that they're cooking on that's vertical. And um, yeah, it looks awesome. It looks sweet. Um, all right. Also opening up, uh, we've got uh, P. More and More Barbecue, which interesting name. P more and more. P more and more. P more and more. <laughs> our uh, uh, our good friend and uh, and friend of the show, Patrick Moore, mm-hmm. um, he had to deny having any association with P more and more barbecue king and queen. Um, I have no clue what this is. I don't know if it's a real restaurant. I don't know if it's a, a real business. <laughs> um, but a restaurant maybe called P more and more. Um, that's initial P, more, M-O-O-R-E, like the name, and mm-hmm. more. Nevertheless, if your last name is more, calling yourself P. Moore is, uh, well, you're in, yeah. you're in, for, it's, uh, you're in uh, for a long trouble. It's the long name day. of the barbecue restaurant, and it's a full sentence. You're in more and more. You get it? You're in, you're in for a... Yeah, for I got you. Okay, I got you. All right. Um, so this is that A-frame restaurant that's on Broadway Boulevard in Linwood, it's been like a Chinese restaurant for a long time. It was. It looks run down. Like it's got graffiti all over it. Mm-hmm. It was a Chinese restaurant. Then it was a Mexican restaurant. And the sign for the Mexican restaurant is still up. The big sign for the Mexican restaurant is still up. And there's just like a little tiny sign poster more more. for P more and more <laughs> barbecue king and queen is what the sign says. Um, so if you've ever been to you know the Costco in Midtown, you've probably driven by this A-frame restaurant, and it it looks closed. If you go into this restaurant, you know, or power to you, mm-hmm. I would never even consider going into this place um, because it it looks. I mean, there's like broken windows, and it hasn't been painted in like 50 years, and it looks like it was an old IHOP. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, looks like an old IHOP, but it's a big A-frame restaurant on Linwood and Broadway, and there's a new tenant. P. More and more allegedly. Um, yeah, um, just be careful. I, I don't know what the special ingredient is in their, in their barbecue sauce. And pee more and more. Um, all right. Someone's got to keep up with that. Yeah. See, what if it, what if it, 
has barbecue so good. Yeah. That it just becomes the next spot. I think if it is that good, then then people will go to it. Like people and don't care if the food is good. Yes. People don't care where it's at. People will go to it, mm-hmm. and that's the problem that I think a lot of people don't understand. People blame their restaurants closing on like staffing or bad location. Like I've been to enough restaurants in weird locations that aren't traditional locations. If the food is good, the people will come. So if this food is good, people will go there to eat it, especially if it's good barbecue. People will go. So no excuses. Mm-hmm. If, if I if I hear from people that this place is amazing, sure. Then you're going to go. Why not? Okay. Um, so someone tell us that it's good, so Danny has to go. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, next up, we've got Block 15, which is a new sports bar in uh, the River Market, which I feel like City Market, River Market, it's got the Blue Line, which is a good sports bar. Um, but if I were to go watch a game, I, I don't know where else I would go. Mm-hmm. Probably besides the blue, blue line, line down there. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Block 15, uh, Tavern and Exchange is opening officially this Friday. Uh, it's on Delaware, uh, right by City Market Park. Uh, so Across the street from the farmhouse. Exactly. Uh, and it's uh, opened by Sam Hagen, who's the founder of Tribe, which is also right there across mm-hmm. the street. So. Uh, it's, it's like in this old, old 130 year old building. So it's in the basement of it. And they've got like, um, a what's lot on of the like, first floor or anything. I don't know. A lot okay. of church pews for seating and stuff. And then it looks like they have, um, a peninsula bar, like a huge bar. And then it's a sports bar. So it's going to be set up for, um, lots of TVs, uh, will be set up. They won't serve food. Um, but you can, you know, order food from anywhere, uh, and have it delivered or bring food in with you. Uh, and that's all fine. It's pretty big. It seats 110 people. They got a patio Jeez. too for another 50 people. So, um, you know, and they're opening. It seems like their schedule is basically going to be based around football. Like if football is on, mm-hmm. they will be open. I like that. Like they're not open on Mondays unless there's Monday Night Football. Okay. Uh, so that's hilarious. Yeah. So it's truly. Well, Monday Night Football bar. starts now forever. Yes, exactly. For the foreseeable but, future. Um, otherwise they wouldn't be open on Monday, and I'm sure they're just open more during the game. But uh, looks like a really cool spot uh, with that basement kind of divey feel and uh, a good place to watch a game in the river market. Yeah, dude. Remember when we were talking about, like, things Kansas City needed? One of the things we said was, um, like, a sports bar or more Mm -hmm. sports bars in the Crossroads downtown river River market Market. area. So I fully support this. The Mm -hmm. river market, if I were, like, 23 moving to Kansas City. I think I would I think the number one uh neighborhood I would go for is the River Market. I think now. I would too. Like I loved the Crossroads and I lived in the Crossroads for 3 years. Um but that's I think a little more expensive and a little They're both okay, probably similar. But but, but I feel like the River Market has newer construction mm-hmm. and everything in the River Market has like a pool yeah. whereas and, and good amenities whereas the Crossroads older buildings um, less amenities for sure. A lot, so a lot easier to walk around too, I think, than yeah. the crossroads. So and now they they oh. just had a brewery that opened. They've got this sports bar that opened. Uh, lots of good food down there. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of things to do with um, little breweries and you know double tap and all those other things. So yeah, I think I would go. I think I'd go River Market. Mm-hmm. It looks looks pretty sweet. This looks awesome. Um, all right, now we've got a couple closings to cover. Uh, the first of which uh, is Plowboys Barbecue. Um, which classic name? Uh, they they at one point had five or six plowboys really? around the city, I believe. Yeah, I think just two, uh, maybe three at most. They had, I think they had one in Blue Springs, I'm one downtown, and go one at least in four. Op, and then they had uh they had franchised one up in Nebraska, is what I was reading. But yeah, Plowboys is one of these restaurants. I just never went to. No. I never, I never had either. a desire to go. I never was recommended to go. No one ever was like, yeah, go to Plowboys. It's good. And there was one close to where I grew up on 75th and Metcalf. Mm-hmm. And there was one downtown. And I remember the one downtown. Um, and we just never had any desire to go there. Um, you know, it says they're switching to, quote, their booming side business of of sauces and rubs. Um, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I've never bought Plowboys sauce or rubs. Yeah, uh, so you know, I, I you know, I, I mean, I it's yeah. been open since 2013. It opened in Blue Springs, then they opened downtown, then they opened uh, in Overland Park, and 
Now they don't have anything. But, you know, I think the guys are legit. Like, they're all their employees knew, and they their employees got a last check bonus um, ahead of time. So um, did right by their employees. But, uh, but yeah, Plowboys is closed. I've never been, so I have no – I don't remember if it mm-hmm. was good. I've never heard of anyone that has gone. Um, but, yeah, it's closed. Okay. Uh, all right. Also closing, we talk about this restaurant every week, I think. Pirates. Well, something fishing, something fishy is going on here. Um, was this like the owner who married someone from Home Improvement at one point? No, that was um, that was a place up in the West Side. Uh, okay. Yeah, that was a that was a vegan restaurant. That was but also it was, a vegan restaurant. It was up in the West Side. Okay. Yeah, that was a wild story. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about it. Yeah, we did on the show where she married. Not Jonathan Taylor Thomas and not the other brother, but the oldest brother. Mm-hmm. Wait, am I thinking of Call of the Wild? No, you're thinking of Home Improvement. What was, was the, she married one of the brothers yeah. and she was like maybe 30 years older than him or That's something right, like yeah. that. That's right, yeah. 20 to 30 years older. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she opened a vegan restaurant in the West Side. Yeah. This is not that, but something fishy is going on here. Okay. Or I guess not fishy. Um, tofu-y? Yeah. Vegan-y? Um, but Pirate's Bone... Timeline here. Opened in the crossroads in like what, 2019? Mm-hmm. And uh, at 20th and Main were a popular vegan restaurant, I would say. They had I, burgers, yep. vegan burgers, and were pretty popular. Um, they So popular that they opened a second location in Midtown four or five months ago. They announced at that second location that we're going to start serving breakfast here because things are going so well. Two weeks ago, they closed down the second location, say that they're they're excited to announce a new concept to take the place of the Pirate's mm-hmm. Bone Burgers at the second location. No new concept. Now the location in the crossroads is closed. All Pirate's Bone is closed. No more Pirate's Bone vegan burgers. No more Pirate's Bone anywhere. It's completely gone. So something fishy happened. Uh, I assume... The owner took some money to open up the second location, got had investors. Investors had got a percentage of the business. They didn't like the way it was going, and they stopped investing mm-hmm. and pulled the money. But so, I have no clue. That's pure. I don't want to speculate. <laughs> but here, but I'm here speculate. is pure speculation based on zero facts and pure guessing. Dang, I never got to try it. I didn't either. Mm. So I think they they announced basically on Friday that like this is the last weekend to try Pirates Bone Burgers. Okay, and uh, and then they announced today they'll be closed. And the Instagram posts are very like, thanks for everything. We're closed now, mm-hmm. and that's it. it. There's no like, we regret all this. Well, it's just thanks, mm. thanks for it. Well, we're gone. That leaves a lot of room for speculation. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. Which I would never do. Mm-hmm. But. but Mm-hmm. But something fishy's going on. Um, all right. Uh, next up, we've got our what we tried this week. Uh, I mean, I had training camp, St. Joe, Missouri. So, have you ever been to St. Joe? Um, just training camp only. This that's d- it. Just this one time. I'd been there before. Oh, okay. Yeah. For training camp. For training. Did camp. you eat, did you eat any food up there? No, I was mm-hmm. going to go to Pizza Tasio, but ended up going to Chicken and Pickle. Nice. So, but yeah. Um, okay, so this week I had a little nice date night um, out south in Leewood in Park Place. Um, we started out at Verdigris, Verdigris, mm. Verdi, Verdigris. I don't know if you would say the S. Verdigris. Verdigris. Uh, this is a cocktail bar in Park Place. Uh, so 119th in between, like across from Town Center, 119th in between Null and Row. Um, so Verdigris is a Fancy cocktail bar from the uh, owners and founders and creators of Monarch in uh, on the plaza. Um, so you know, not quite my vibe. It, it is it's very like mm, um, don't want to speculate, but fifty five year old fifty year old divorced men with their new thirty year old girlfriend type of vibe. That's the vibe. Wearing wearing tight jeans and dude, it is it is. It is like Dan Flash is in there. Like it is, <laughs> it is, it is guys, older guys, with tight shirts, very complicated patterns, with very complicated patterns on the shirts, and like 
like true religion genes. Like I don't know, I don't know if true religion genes are still a thing, but you know what I mean. There's some bedazzling on bedazzling the and like yeah. and like it's stark, not bedazzling, but I don't know what else. Stark to call it. fading on the thighs. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. So, but but it's not all like that. But that's just a little bit of the vibe. Like it's just it's not quite my vibe. But it is a happening spot. Like Park Place, we went out there Friday night. We met a couple other um, uh, two other couples for uh, for drinks and then dinner and. You know, we had a good time. The cocktails were really good. It was weird, though, because we walked in, and there's a, a person there, like, carding. Not a bouncer, like a 105-pound girl there that was t- checking IDs. And I was like, oh, here's my ID. I showed her my driver's license, and my driver's license is expired. Mm-hmm. And um, and she was like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Your driver's license is expired. We can't serve you. And I was like, oh, like, I'm clearly over 21 yeah and i was like okay well i mean i have my i have my uh temporary license so i'm glad i took it because most people don't care like i don't get carded very often but also most people don't check that um so luckily i did have my temporary license on me because it's in the mail and then the true id no, I didn't mm. because I, I I didn't have the second form. I didn't have the paperwork required mm-hmm. to get it. So now I have to fly with my passport, but that's okay. Whatever. The passport is renewed. It's good for 10 years. So yep. I'm not too worried about it. The, um, so, so we get down, we get seated and then, um, I'm talking to the couples there and they're like, yeah, it was really weird. When I walked in, she said that she had to cart us even, and this is the couple that went in before us, like got there 10 minutes before mm-hmm. we did. They're saying that she had to card us saying that she knew we were 21, but she had to check for valid ID in order to drink. And I was like, that's really weird. And then a couple walked in behind us. We were the middle couple. And uh, they said the same thing. It was like really weird carding experience. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that's. I think that's kind of strange. Yeah. I don't, um, I don't understand. Like sh- she. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. That, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, but that's. Just the law. I don't know. But I don't think it is. I don't think you have to have valid ID in order to drink. Do you have to be 21 to drink? Yeah, but I don't think you have to have valid ID in order to drink. Like I think but I don't if, think you can use an expired ID. Okay, but I don't think, like, if you are the owner of a bar, mm-hmm. and you know me, and you know I'm 21, and the police come and raid the bar, um, like, you're not going to get in trouble for letting me drink. Mm without a valid I'd have to ID. call Tarzan, I don't know. Yeah, let's get yeah. him on the let's get I'd him on the call horn. Tarzan. But anyway, that. so I thought I was just a Before little I incriminate myself. And I don't yeah. think under I don't think 20 20 year olds, 18 year olds are going to go to Verdigree and pay $16 for an espresso yeah. martini or, you know, I got this mezcal drink that was really really good, but you know, like I said, the vibe was We did our we did our list. Two weeks ago, yes. of underage bars. of underage bars. This was not on Monarch it. and Verdigree were not, not on it. Not on uh, it. So yeah. Anyways, that was an interesting vibe. The feature of the night, where we went to dinner, mm-hmm. Bamboo Pennies. Tell me about it. Was amazing. So Bamboo Pennies. We talked about it. It just opened in Park Place, so it was literally right across the street from uh, Verdigree. They did not card us, luckily. Um, mm-hmm. But Bamboo Pennies is a, a new Thai restaurant, local Thai restaurant chef. Penny uh, Mufuku, uh, she's been making Thai food in Kansas City for 27 years. She says this is her crown jewel. This is wow. the steakhouse of Thai for Kansas City. And folks, it did not disappoint whatsoever. It was it was unbelievable. Um, so there were six of us there. So everyone got something different for the most part. Everyone loved their food. So whether they got Thai or um, uh, pad Thai or drunken noodles or whatever, um, everyone loved the food, said it was unbelievable. We got a Penny's combo as an appetizer, which was spring rolls, egg rolls, crab rangoon, and then this Thai sausage that was unbelievable. And then I the the meal I got was the Penang duck. It was unbelievable. It was mm-hmm. like one of the best dishes I've ever had. So um, half duck, beautifully beautiful, crispy half duck, deboned. So the duck is like really dark meat. Pretty fatty meat, mm-hmm. um, absolutely delicious. Deboned, served with Penang curry sauce, which is like a nutty curry sauce, and then mixed with these sauteed bell pep- sauteed bell peppers and onions. Served with uh, white rice, and then like this Thai tortilla, Thai bread thing. Unbelievable. Um, I had leftovers. Had the leftovers the next day. They also with the leftovers, they gave me fresh rice. 
Oh, wow. So I didn't, you know, they gave me, they boxed up my leftovers for me of the the duck in the curry sauce with the uh, peppers and onions and then gave me fresh rice. Unbelievable. Bamboo pennies. Cannot recommend enough. It's, you know, not like Thai house where it's $9.99 for a, a plate of, of um, pad thai that will mm-hmm. feed like six people. I think the pad thai was around like 18 bucks. And then my like duck dish was like 26, 27. Mm-hmm. So, you know, more expensive, but great cocktails, uh, nice restaurant. It was awesome. So okay. bamboo pennies in Park Place, 10 out of 10. Get to it. Um, all right, let's move into our uh, personal pine tars this week. Uh, mine, this is one of the first times maybe I've ever done this, uh, is grilling for a big group. Oh. I don't know that I've really ever done that okay. before in my life. Well, but before you start, let me just say, you did a really good job. The burgers were good. Yeah. Burgers turned out good. Brats turned out good. Um, but man, and add in 100 degree heat. Yeah. Like, that's brutal. That's tough. Cooking at like 6 o'clock, 6.30, where it's that like is, the hottest that part is of tough. the day. And yeah. uh, so you just, you sweat. You're just, you're worried about the burgers or whatever you're cooking. Just the, the pressure is insane mm. that I put on myself. Good. And then... Uh, and then, so burgers come off, brats come off, and then it's time to grill the buns. And the grill just got way too hot. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to to get the buns off with my hands. I've got a, basically, our grill is set up right by the kitchen window, so mm-hmm. I've got an audience now yep. watching mm-hmm. as the flames are just flying up and everything. The buns are just turning black mm-hmm. uh, because they're so burnt. Luckily, I... Ex- accidentally bought eight extra burger buns. Nice. So we had backups. That but, was really an uh, accident? That was an accident. Oh, thank God. That was an accident. That was bad math. Buns were good. Bad math. Uh, so, whew, a lot of pressure, a lot of sweat. And uh, I don't know why anybody would say, oh, yeah, I love grilling for people. Mm. That's a lot. Yeah. That's I love a lot. it. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I just need to try it more. Maybe yeah. it's a labor of love, but well, do you did you like the compliments you received? I did. Yeah, that's why. Okay, that's why I do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so you better next time I grill, you better just uh, yeah shower me with compliments. Mm-hmm. Uh, words of affirmation is my love language. So if I do anything for you, I need you to thank me for it and then praise how good it was. Okay. Um, because I'm very insecure. The my um my personal pine tar. Um, this is our last week for, for pickup basketball. Yeah. So, um, you're I'm just, I guess your I'm, game was just coming into form yeah, too. And I mm. guess I'm, I guess I'm done working out until March <laughs> because the working out sucks. Working out, going to classes is the worst. It sucks. Um, and basketball is a better workout than all of those things. As far as like cardio and staying in shape and like overall, Basketball is such a good workout, and it's actually really, really fun, and mm-hmm. I like doing it. And now that workout is over. Basketball is over until March. Uh, um, so I'm entering the season where I put on some weight, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to have to accept that, I guess, because I'm not going to work out. Yeah, uh, it's tough, and I, I'm still listed as doubtful due to my back. <laughs> so I had to miss the last two weeks, Dang, I think, two weeks. Sad of basketball this year. So, and my game was really just yeah, coming into form I had too. A, I had the game winning 3 Damn. of the last game. That's awesome. And we were at 11, so it wasn't even like I needed the 3. That's cocky. I I put up the 3 mm-hmm. even when it when all we needed was one. Mm-hmm. Drained it. That's awesome. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Words of Thank you for the words for of affirmation. Yeah, but it is a bummer. Yeah. It sucks. So, I guess it I'm is done a work, fun work. Guess I'm done working out. Yeah. Uh all right, let's see. So, you got some free agents here if you got a pickup league. Um, well, you have to be bad. Yes, your pickup league has to be bad. Your pickup league can't be. If you played, you can play varsity in high school, but if you played in college, I don't want you. I don't want to play with you. Mm-hmm. Even uh, if you played at a small college, because we have a kid. We have a kid who plays with us who played for Benedictine. Mm-hmm. Benedictine College. He can score anytime he wants. Yep. He can score at will. This is Benedictine. So if you ever think that you're good at basketball. Or if you ever complain about the quality, of, well, I complain about the quality of basketball and college <laughs> basketball all the time. But mm-hmm. if you ever think you're good at basketball, just go play with someone who played at Avila. Mm-hmm. They will, they'll kick your ass. Yep, they'll work you. Um, 
All right, let's move into our mixed plate. Uh, we talked a little bit about the Jumbotron. Our producer, Haley, she works yeah, we just the found this out. We just yeah. found this out today. So works the Jumbotron. our producer works the Jumbotron at, uh, at the K. So if you ever want to get on the Jumbotron, you can pay us, mm-hmm. and we will definitely pay Haley to get the, to get on the Jumbotron. Yeah. So if you Venmo's ever want to get on the Jumbotron, just, just Venmo me, and then we'll, we'll make it happen. Uh, but we're gonna give you some tips in case you don't, you're not flush with cash. Yes. Of uh, some ways to get on the jumbo. And this truck. is actually we should have asked Haley if any of these were legit, but we'll just kind of judge her reaction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Episode one seventy. She means, said she's gonna she's gonna give us a, a thumbs up or thumbs down. If um, all right. Uh, so, so episode one seventy is you. That means I get first pick. Um, I mean, number one way I think. Is to uh, propose. Yeah, to propose. Mm-hmm. Down. Oh, down. <laughs> I because you gotta like plan it out. Yeah, you gotta plan it out. Can't always see them, so I got a thumbs down on my first pick. But no, but I think, but but if, if you are proposing, you're gonna get on the jumbotron. Yeah, I still would love to see someone like in section three forty two propose. Yeah, at a Chiefs game. Okay, that would make my year. Um, <laughs> so if anybody out there. Maybe like is or the Tim is Tim married? Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know either. If he's not talk talk them into it. If he's not, then propose at okay. the stadium. Okay. Um, so. all right. My side number one. Uh the Tims would the, the Tims would approve of this. Pop that top, baby. Mm-hmm. Um take your shirt off, wave it around your head. Um it, 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 if it's, you're it depends. okay, so the number one way to get on the Jumbotron when I was a a twelve year old boy was go with your baseball team and everyone take your shirts off at once, mm-hmm. pop that top, swing the shirt around your head. Uh, it was a guaranteed um, a jumbotron for for us when we were, when uh, we were that age. A so. group of thirty year old men, less, less so, unless less desirable, unless you're a big old chubby boy mm-hmm. and you got belly that boy. belly moving around, or um, maybe if you add uh, chest paint or body paint. <laughs> It's a well, separate category. Th- that's your shirt off. But that's a set. No, popping that top is different than coming okay. to the game with your with your body painted. Okay. All right. All right. Um, all right. My um, meet number two here. Number two way to get on the jumbotron. Uh, a good creative sign. Yeah. Good creative sign will mm-hmm. get you on there. Um, something very relevant to the moment. Maybe topical. Yeah, very yeah. topical. It's got to be topical, or if you, or if you like, uh, shout out pun. Rex Hudler, or yeah. like, or like Lefevre, or, or someone like that, mm-hmm. or, or yeah, then, then you're getting on. Like if you make, uh, yep. like a while ago, if you just made anything that said like Rex's favorite planet, and there was a picture of the moon, you were getting on yes. TV or the jumbo drive. Yes, so a good, good creative sign could get you there. Yeah. All right. Side number, meet number two for me. Um, easy peasy. Uh, Put your cute kid up in the air. Have a mm. real cute baby. Have a real cute kid, and and hold them up in the air. Not even. I mean, did you see this this weekend where it's n- back? The Lion King. The Lion King mm-hmm. and Nikki Lopez was holding. Uh, Vinny Vinny was holding. Vinny Nikki Lopez. was holding Nikki. Um, yeah. If you the, the last time I got on the jumbotron, it wasn't the Lion King, but I just I held my kid up in the air and boom on the jumbotron. So uh, so yeah, that is um, that's a surefire way. Uh, you gotta have a cute kid though. They mm-hmm. don't put ugly babies up there. Okay. Um, all right. Let's see. Side number one here. Uh, I'm going with um, going with dance. Yeah. Like like really get into whatever because oh, yeah. I mean they're always gonna have a segment like dance to this song, mm-hmm. uh, and then they're showing people. So if you got good dance moves. Or really, really bad dance moves. Really bad, but you're into it. Help, but you're committed. Commit to it. And if you got dance moves, multiple times, multiple times. So if you got dance moves, that can get you on there. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Or or if you know if if you're uh, uh, like a ten year old kid and uh, you're doing the latest TikTok dance. Oh yeah. Okay. Remember remember like three years ago when it was just all. Fucking Fortnite dances, yeah. Just and it, I think that was a segment, right? Where it was like, it was like do a Fortnite dance. It, it was like an entire segment, and that, it was just you know flossing and and that other stuff, like ugh, wild wild times. <laughs> All right, side number one for me. Um, I'm gonna go with 
I'm going to go with if you have a big mustache. <laughs> if you have a big mustache, a curly mustache, a big mustache, and you're rocking it, you're going to get on the Jumbotron. All it takes is a big old mustache. You're getting on. Um, so that's my... Well, so it could be, normal. yeah, something wacky with your facial hair or yeah, like your hair. your mustache is blue. Yeah. Uh, something like that. Then, yeah, you're getting on. So I'm just going, have a have a mustache. I think Great Clips does, like, a segment, too, with, like, weird hair. Yeah. So if you have some weird hair going on, yeah, that can get you up there, too. Uh, all right. My, my side number two, uh, I'm going to go with uh, fall asleep. Yeah. Fall asleep in your chair. Maybe... Yeah, if you can find them, if you can find a sleeper, that's always funny. Yeah, that's a, that that gets a laugh every time. Mm-hmm. Um, so just fall asleep. Yeah, uh, it which, hasn't. What? What that ever happened to me at a Chiefs game? Um, I don't, I don't think, think so. You've ever fallen asleep? No. People We've in our group people have definitely fallen asleep. Fall asleep. Yes, and season ticket holders have fallen asleep. Mm-hmm. And quick guess. little, quick little nap. Just taking a snooze for an entire half <laughs> of football in the loudest stadium in the world. Um, it is possible. It can be All good. right, side number two for me. Um, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna say, be an old couple. Uh, yeah. Kiss cam, old couple, old old, not old That's, like me. Yeah. Old old like in the, in your in your 80s old. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're getting on the kiss cam if you're an old couple at the game and everyone's going to cheer for you. You got to you got to put them smackers together and uh, you got to smooch, but everyone is going to cheer for you if you're an old couple on the The, on the, kiss cam. Uh, the obsession with that is weird. Yeah. If you, if you really like, think about it. Wait, can't it's wait. Like, when are they going to put the old people up there yeah, to kiss? And then it's like, yeah, they're they're <laughs> old people. Weird. It, but like, every, but it, think about being at like a family event and being like, Grandma, Grandpa, kiss. We want to watch. Yeah. 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 That's um, weird. It's like an encore of a band. You know, like at, you know, when a band at a concert, at this point, an encore is not even an encore. Like it's expected. The band just like leaves mm-hmm. and then comes back on for three songs and, and there's always an encore. That's what it's like. It's like, Kiss Cam's not over until we see the old people kiss. So I still, like, if I'm there, I'm like, we haven't seen the old people kiss yet. So, like, you know, I'm thinking I'll still get on. And then as soon as you see the old people kiss, it's like, all right, mm-hmm. that's a wrap. The old people kissed. Yep. Kiss cam's over. Yep. Uh, I know a girl who went on a date to Royal Stadium, knew a cameraman, the guy did, and, like, told him, hey, put us on the kiss cam. Mm-hmm. And it did not go well for yeah. the gentleman. Well, I yeah. saw one on Thursday night. It was a it was a classic brother-sister situation. Oh. And they put him on the kiss cam and... Uh, and the guy, he knew it was coming because as soon as it hit him, he was like, oh, God, no, no, no. And, like, it was a very funny, like, this is not the first time this has happened type of thing. Um, so that's always really funny as well. Um, yeah, but the old people, because, yeah, you just, you wouldn't in real life cheer for your grandparents. Like, to well, would you? If you were at, like, a wedding yeah. and it was like, hey, I just want to thank, you know, grandma and grandpa who started this whole thing. Like, Married 50 years, we love you. And if they smooch, people would go nuts. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. But that's just interesting. Yeah, that's a good observation. Uh, all right. Uh, it's so interesting. That's it for us this week. Be well, sure. I got some. Uh, do oh, you, have you got any? more? Well, I said, well, body paint. Okay. Um, something I have a real issue with, Haley, if you've ever participated this in this, it'll be tough to forgive you. But it's the fake fight with the mascot that that seems to be a trend it happens in the nba a i don't lot. know what to believe it happens in the nba the if, nba if it goes viral i'm assuming it's fake the nba is the biggest offender of this but like when they have a plant in the stands who's like a mom who's like really good at dancing but it's clearly a, or like an usher that's really good at dancing where it's like it just it switches to the usher and the usher is like, nah, man, I can't, I can't dance. I'm, I'm working. And the camera's like, stays on. He's like, no, I can't dance. I'm working. And then the usher turns out to be usher, and he's like, got the dance moves of usher, the the R and B artist, and he's just like tearing it up, and it goes viral. Those phony things, or like the um, phony kiss cam, the phony kiss cam, where it's yeah. like the the guy's fake, not paying attention in his phone, and the mm-hmm. girl's like whatever, I'll kiss this stranger next to me. Yeah. And then this, you know, popcorn gets thrown. That type of phony stuff, I'm over it. I'm not here for it. The internet, you can't get me. Mm-hmm. None of it's real. 
Or like a, a fake fight with a mascot, you know, type of thing that happens every once in a while. Or a fake fight between fans that ends up in dancing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, the uh, not not good. So cut that cut that stuff off. Um, Haley, have you ever been a part of that? Okay, good. <laughs> How would we know? Yeah. How would we know? She could be faking those, it because those videos look so real and believable. Uh, no, yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah, they don't. You can if. You can always spot the fake ones. Yes, Very absolutely. Easy. And but, if you can't, then but, you've but been there do- are people on the internet, like people on Facebook, will be like, "Oh, I can't yeah, believe Sports this." Sports Center will post it and be yeah, like, "Oh yeah, crying, laughing emojis." Yeah, dead skull face, yeah. skull face. Yep. Um, all right, that'll do it for us this week. Uh, oh, I also had. Um, you got more? Yeah, just you're a, a pro like a group of kids. Like if you're if you're a group of kids, you're getting mm-hmm. on. Um, I feel like there's always like um, parents. And then a group of like 15 kids and like six parents and all the kids are dancing. And then there's always like one dad who's like also getting way too into the dance and like also wants to be on the Jumbotron yeah. with a group of like 15 kids. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Now, anymore? Oh, yeah. Um, bring your dog on uh, park, dog, park at the park. Park at the park. Mm-hmm. If you bring your dog, I mean, they're just, there. they're just boom, boom, boom. So there. many dog shots. Um, all right, that'll do it for us this week. Uh, be sure to follow us on social media at State Your Line, and we'll see you around Kansas City.